I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'd like to take his his face off. Oh, no, not the beat! A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. And welcome back, or should I say, buongiorno, to Cage Old Question, where we ask, is Nicolas Cage the greatest actor alive? I'm Artoon, and this is my wife-to-be, Christina. Hello. And on this show, we watch the entire film catalog of Nicolas Cage in chronological order, working our way through 40 years of cinema. As a disclaimer, this is a personal podcast not affiliated with any other third parties, and the opinions expressed herein are strictly our own. For today's episode, we are reviewing the 1989 Italian film Time to Kill, or Tempo de Uccidere, as it was initially released. It is directed by, and I'm going to butcher these, Giuliano Montaldo, and written by Ennio Flaiano and Giuliano Montaldo. We watched this on YouTube for free, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a, the plot here. It has some spoilers, but not all of it, but uh, be warned. The years but, also, but also, don't watch, you don't need to this, watch this movie. So. so listen in. You're invested in what I'm going to say right now, and that will be your experience with the movie. The year is 1936, and the Italian army has invaded Ethiopia, which we'll get into later. Nicolas Cage plays Lieutenant Enrico Silvestri, suffering a toothache, so he decides to reach the nearest camp hospital. But on his way, he gets into a truck accident and can't get around, so he heads into the wilderness of hopes in hopes of reaching the doctor. On his way, he meets, rapes, and accidentally kills a young Ethiopian woman named Mariam, played by Patrice Flora Praxo. Riddled with next to no guilt, he starts to feel guilty as he tells his fellow soldier Mario, played by Ricky Tognazzi, of his woes, and realizes she may have had leprosy. And he starts to go crazy wondering if he is now a leper. Will he make it back to Italy? Or is it... To his wife. To, to his, his wife. wife. To his wife. Possible family. His Italian wife. <laughs> Will we make it back to Italy, or is it time to kill? Ah. Uh, I'd also like to mention Giancarlo Gian- Giannini is in this. Uh, he plays the major that Nicolas Cage basically kills by leaving him stranded without any bullets. This man plays Mattis in Casino Royale, one of my favorite movies of all times. He's fantastic in that. I was like, I was during like, the movie, you're like, you're like, oh, you know who that is? You know who that is? And I was like, uh, you were like, guess, guess who it? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. Zorro? And he's like. <laughs> it's Mattis from Casino Royale. It's Mattis he has a great voice. And I, while this is like kind of the reverse order of it, I love when like an Italian or like a French actor like appears in like a James Bond or like something like that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be like, oh, I know them from when they were like in this thing. Yeah. Like, wasn't that girl from Call My Agent? That French TV yeah, show. Yeah, she's 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 that woman. That I woman. would say she that was woman. in a recent. I think she was maybe even in Stillwater with Matt Damon or something like that. Yeah, she's working. But um, there's also Ingl- uh, Inglorious Bastards is a great example of that. Of there's a really good French actor who plays Ugh. who plays this sort of scummy German guy. I think who likes. Anyway, yeah. we're getting off topic. But, but it feels good. Yeah, to it's be exciting. Like, oh, that's like, a European oh my actor. God, the foreign film star. Yes. yes. Now back to time to kill. Back to time to kill. This movie was a tough watch. Tough watch. Um, I think, so I mentioned it in the description, and I think this is also kind of what turns us off to it. I'd say it opens, and you're kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Like, you're not, like, 
against this movie from the get-go, kind of like we were on Never on Tuesday. Like, Never on Tuesday starts out, and you're oh, like, yeah. you know, whoa. This kind of starts out, you're like, where am I? It's a big set, so you're it's, like, it's, there's sorry, moving just pieces. Sorry, just to clarify. Never on Tuesday starts with, like, shots of women's <laughs> bottoms, and you're yeah. immediately like, oh, this is where we are. Yeah. Versus Time to Kill, you're like, is this going to be a commentary on... The Rebels? Is yeah. this going to be like a Battle of Algier type? Exactly. Film? Yeah. Because spoiler, it's no, not. it is not. It's not absolutely and no. It's it honestly is not. Battle of Algiers is an excellent comparison because that takes a look, mm. and it was done even closer to the like source state of the mm. French uh, occupation of uh, Algeria. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's yeah. like heartbreaking. It's good social commentary. It's really well done. Really amazing film. You um, would think this. there could be a one-to-one of like, oh, like, you know, the Battle of Algiers, like, good, like, you know, like, commentary on, like, mm-hmm. colonialism and stuff. This movie has next to no commentary on the fact that, like, the Italians invaded Ethiopia in a horrific fashion. Like, yeah, I mean... This movie, you could compare this movie um, to to battle algiers in the way that we've done except you would compare it and say look at what a disgusting failure to have any awareness of what the colonial force is doing in in um these lands you could also compare it to vampire's kiss that we just watched in the way that nicholas cage is playing a character who is going insane over a disease he thinks he may or may not have had through a sexual encounter mm-hmm. there a vampire's kiss also has a rape yeah um but time to kill makes me long for the sweet sweet days <laughs> of vampire's kiss makes me view it with such with the fondness of like a blanket i could cuddle up in the bed versus when i came out of vampire's kiss i was like queasy like i didn't mm-hmm. like this i was really scared and horrified but 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 oh Christina of past mm-hmm. you don't even know time to kill is coming and you will feel even more sick and more dissociated <laughs> than and, ever before. And before we get into it even more, a little word from our sponsor Anushela, uh, a fantastic little place in Boston, three places actually, to get some sort of Middle Eastern, Mediterranean, and Armenian fares. You can get. Anything your heart desires. They got Labne, they've got Menesh, they've got Lahmajun. Mm-mm-mm. Good. And it's the best because I was asking you the other night, like, what's Bon Appetit in Armenian? It's Anushela. It's Anushela. Exactly. It's like, imagine a restaurant was called Bon Appetit. You'd be like, oh, great. I mean, there's a whole fucking magazine. Oh, excuse my language. Are you going to leave that out? No, it's in. Are you kidding It's in, baby. This is an R podcast. Well... Sorry to our sponsor. Definitely didn't like that part, but now, thank back, you for Back your to the movie. Back, back to, to the movie. movie. You know what? Yeah, this is a great episode all about disappointment. Well, wow. <laughs> well, I said it when we were watching the movie, and I'll oh, say yeah. it now. Up top, you said to me, you said, before we even got watching, you said, this is a deeply disturbing movie. Yes. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it was good. I, I had to key you in. And let it be known. You can't spell trash without art. Wow. <laughs> and this <laughs> And this is trash. This is trash. Um I think it's it's, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. We watched it. Did you I you made it already. I I'm see sorry, I mentioned we watched it on, on YouTube. YouTube. It's about a soldier with a toothache. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah, we, the general conceit. Like, and look, like a toothache 
Toothaches are real because Damn. I we bo- both had phantom toothaches. You had kind well, of I had, a real. I went to the dentist for a deep cleaning. You had gone that to the day. dentist. I was getting a phantom toothache. Yeah. It was is a nightmare. Was that really was bad. no good. But mm-hmm. also the movie. I mean, it's already terrible. Of like, like they're talking about the rebels when they're talking about they describe Africa. These the white men, the white characters that we're watching through. So they describe Africa as the land of rogue deeds. And they say, like, when they're going to go after the rebels, which is just, like, the native people, they call it the reprisal, which is going to be when they slaughter the rebels for having killed a soldier. And, and, yeah, and so so rogue deeds being uh, uh, a lot of terrible stuff. Some of them maybe being uh, giving a chameleon a cigarette, which Nicolas Cage does. Our lizard lover himself. He seemed genuinely in that moment happy <laughs> really delighted yeah and that's where you think you're you're just you're not ready yet for what this film is going to end up being um yeah i also yeah this is where like as a foreign film it confuses me because yeah it sounds like everyone was told to speak english and the dialogue sounds like even though it wasn't around at the time like it was fed through a google translate like system where like they're just like just use the word the english words mm. A lot of the dialogue felt like that. And I, what's crazy is you're like, oh, maybe this is a small Italian film. Yeah. I have auditioned for a Marvel film in which I had to speak Arabic, mm-hmm. in which that dialogue was literally translated through Google Translate. So sometimes people just don't seem to care. They're like, people won't notice. Mm-hmm. We notice. We're not idiots. Well, because I, I was... <laughs> do, you, do you know, like... Like more about the background of where this movie was screened, or I mean, this was an Italian film. Like this is like this is in Italy. Yes, it's, that's why there's very little uh, American an American release. It's very hard to find. Um, and but like, is it is it released in Italy in Italian, dubbed in Italian? So yes, it's released. So why do you get Nicolas Cage? Why is Nicolas Cage in this movie? No, I could. I was trying to think of the comparison. I, of I was that. trying to find out. I couldn't find out like information on this, but it's yeah. You... The information once again was very sparse, just mm-hmm. like never on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's it's so crazy to me because it's imagine if we got Ram Charan from RRR to do an American film where. It, we're filming it actually in Telugu language, but then we dub him in English because that's what the Italian audience got with Nicolas Cage. Like, that's the equivalent. Like, they got the American star to speak in his native language, and then they just dubbed it later in Italian. How do we know this? Because also in the YouTube cut, at some point, it just cuts to him speaking Italian, which I will say, I guess would make more sense in the screening. Everyone would probably have the same accent. In this, I'm like, I know it's Italy, like I know it's Italy invading Ethiopia, but I wouldn't know from how people are talking. When is it that he cuts to speaking Italian? Is it when he's shouting at Johannes? Because I wasn't convinced that cut to Italian. I thought that was from like Johannes' point of view, like he doesn't speak English and so it's just him like like blubbering. And I guess that was the point where I said to you, I was like, what if it, in the Italian version it's in English? And you were like, no, that was that was Italian. And I was like, oh. It, so maybe we've already had this fight. We oh, we've had this fight. I oh, don't oh. think so because he understands a lot of other things Nicholas oh, Cage oh, say, yeah, yeah, says. Yeah. Like he understands. Oh yeah, lady, the whole, they are. Because when he explains how his daughter died. Yeah. After they've been imagine so so the part a part of this premise is that Nicholas Cage has 
rape has 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 raped this woman has manslaughtered her then he gets sick goes to her father and forces him to nurse him back to health and then when the father is like you can go live in my dead daughter's house Nicholas Gage starts screaming no I want to live with you um uh, it's it sounds funny I think when I'm describing it in a short sentence but when you are watching it um if you're me, you're dissociating in pain and agony. Yeah, it's pretty cringe. Pretty cringe. Pretty cringe. Yeah. I'd say, like, I, I actually think it's not good, but, like, in terms of comparing to Never on Tuesday, which we discussed last week, in terms of, like, what films should be made, what films shouldn't be made, <sighs> this guy's an established film director. Yeah. He has won awards at this point. He will continue to make stuff that wins. He wins an, an Emmy Award for Marco Polo, like a miniseries. And this is where I'm like, why is this story being told? Who cares? Who gave this guy funding for this? What are we talking about? What are we it's doing here? such a gross You know film. what I mean? It's so gross. Yeah. There's also just so many weird moments in this. Like, There's like a student at some point who like tells Nicolas Cage, like, you got to go this way. This is right before he... Uh, meets and rapes and kills um, Miriam. He meets this like gay student that's like maybe perniciously being like go this way and like something will happen. Oh to yeah, you. there was like flirty energy There's between flirty them. Energy, There's and then very. He's later dead. Like nothing is tracking. I you feel like I mean? that was pre the rape because I feel like I was. It was still, before the rape. It he was said, because I was because I was like oh but I was like I was that was back when I was still like maybe this movie's gonna be interesting because it's like whenever Nicolas Cage is doing like bisexual energy stuff I'm like oh this is exciting this is interesting oh, sure, what's going sure. on here um, so I remember still being like maybe there's something worth worth watching this movie that this is before he descends he descends down into the waterfall where he finds Miriam whatever. Um, Lord have mercy I feel like I keep just I just don't want to talk about this rape but the yeah. rape is such a big I think we should talk about it now okay all right yeah, get into yeah, it. so let me start with Miriam the way Miriam is portrayed in this I think is pretty gross like it's in the so sense horrible. of like they kind of treat her like she's not very smart like like she like appears out of the water she's naked she has no um reservations about being naked per se like she's not like oh i have to hide myself uh which i guess is fine but then it's like immediately pretty quickly goes to nicholas cage raping her yeah and it's really horrifically shot the way it's shot is gross it's like so I, i'm not graphic. trying to be like oh you gotta see this no it's don't terrible. see it don't watch, don't watch it. it it's so graphic it's, it's bad so... and it makes me lose trust with the director completely like i from that point in the film yeah. I no longer am able to kind of just go along like no, nothing happened. No, because he seems like a nightmare person. He seems like a nightmare person. And then it's even afterwards, she's like, what fun, like, show me all your treasures and trinkets. Like, give, like yeah. look at your watch. Your yeah. shorts are so fun. Like, Well, it's very, it's so like the tribal woman. It's, it's so, so the tribal woman. And it's, all the tribal people are also shaking their sticks and ambling around in their mud huts and taking care. It's, 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 it's such a violently awful portrayal. It's a of, terrible portrayal. It, it makes me think a lot of 
I know I keep being like, this book I've been reading, but I read the Malcolm X final speeches, and Mm -hmm. he just talks about how similar to what I was saying about Lucy Rigoray, talking about when you don't have positive images for women, um, how harmful that is. Malcolm X also talks about how when you don't have uh, positive images of Africa and of black people and of their origins and their histories that it is so harmful like mm-hmm. like you watch this movie and you don't think like oh i want to be from africa or i want to be black yeah. or I, you think these are savage stupid people these are mm-hmm. tribal like like n- and it's and it's just like it's clearly um so disrespectful and big time feels it gets tangled up this is where i did get tangled up into like nicholas cage what responsibility do you bear for this mm-hmm. like like uh, 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 why did you do this movie mm-hmm. what was this set like mm-hmm. did you talk to this black actress at all oh lord how do i bear this yeah, I think I have to imagine there were language barriers across the set, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if English is the first language of any of the Italian directors or writers. It's also, they're filming in Zimbabwe. Yeah. And so it's like, are these natives, are these native Zimbabwe actors? Are these, these black these, Italian? The, act, I know, like I know um, Miriam is, I believe, played by... A French actor mm. um, so it's like one of those weird things where I'm just like I don't know if any of these people are even speaking the same language Yeah. and because some of it goes back to if they're releasing it in Italian dubbed yeah. they're like it doesn't matter Yeah. get the shot get the, get, yeah. get the scene we move on it's gonna be dubbed anyways Yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. so <laughs> so part of it is like I'm like there's chance there's a chance that People having a conversation like, well, actually, Miriam barely speaks in this. Yeah. So there's a chance she either only speaks French or Italian and doesn't speak English. And, you know, like, well, I think it's also a plot line of their, like, why would she, she wouldn't speak. She just, like, giggles and points and cries and dies. Lord have mercy. And she dies. I don't know if we've said this, that she dies. They're, like, hanging out in a cave. There's a hyena comes up. Nicolas Cage starts trying to shoot at the hyena. Misses the bullet ricochets off a cave wall and it uh, buries itself in the stomach of Miriam, who then dies horribly slowly for a long time before he finally shoots, shoots her, her in, in the, the head, head to put <laughs> her so out bad. of her misery. And then if it, it, you're like, oh, it can't get worse. It does. Oh, he buries yeah. her he and then he realizes, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, my first, watch. Wait, wait, you can slow down. You can slow down. You don't have to get to the watch thing because he wraps her up in her poor, like, little robe that he took off her to rape her. He now wraps around her to. To cram her in the crevice Mm -hmm. of the rock wall and a pile of rocks so that she will not be discovered, which is just so, so many, so many stages of violent. Um, And then, and then as Artun was saying, he, he reaches down and pulls up her hand and takes his watch that he had given her. Well, he He leaves. wrangles it off. He leaves. He realizes he forgot his watch. He goes back to kind of unbury her to get the watch back. And there's stuff, there's stuff like, like the movie does come back to this. Like he eventually brings her father back to Mm -hmm. the place of 
her final resting place, quote unquote, where he crammed her into the rocks and his, they like can erect like a little structure, like an awning type structure over yeah. it. But it's not, it's not, it's, there's a way in which this could all be like done as a very thoughtful, scary commentary on this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is not this movie. It's not this movie. There's that's where I. I guess, but that's I guess that's the benefit of the doubt. To maybe I could give to Nicolas Cage if you're like, maybe you think you're making like a very dramatic, dark commentary film or something. Could be. If you think you're just getting a trip to Italy, I find <laughs> this like full frontal nudity rape very hard to reconcile mm-hmm. with. But I have to, I've committed to doing this podcast with my sweet husband to be who I love, so I have to swallow <laughs> well, it and keep going. It's tough. It's so tough because there's no interviews about this. No one really talks to him about this. I bet. I wouldn't want to talk to him. I wouldn't want to talk to this. But I also, you know what I will say? Like, he has, from what I've seen in terms of the like, <laughs> his interviews and stuff. If he's behind a movie. He's giving interviews and is like doing press. And if he's like, I don't really stand behind that movie, he will not. Let's take it that he hasn't done any press for this. And he's like, I'm not so sure about this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not feeling great about this. Like yeah. there was there was more info on Never on Tuesday and his character and his thirty seconds of that yeah. than this entire movie of which he is the lead. Yeah. So let's take that as something, hopefully. Yeah. Um I because you're right, like, there's, like, something about, like, even with, like, the story that's being told at, like, the basic idea, it's very similar to Vampire's Kiss in terms of maybe he's, like, yeah, like, I know, like, this, like, fear of having this disease and, like, not knowing yeah. what's taking over you mm-hmm. and you're going crazy and you're in a foreign land and, you know, you're not, you want to get home and, like, the military has its, is, like, strict about certain things. Like, there's a point when he's trying to get on a ship and they're, like, you need to get your things stamped and he's, like... Oh, like, I don't have this. Well, because he's trying to flee. He's trying he's to flee. Trying also, to yeah, he's trying to escape. And exactly. they're like, well, you need to have your stamp showing that you're yeah. on leave. And he's yeah. like, I don't have that because I'm trying to flee because I murdered someone. Yeah. So it's it's just... You're like, the military is so strict about these things. I'm, so, like, like, I'm like, that sounds like the right amount look, of protocol, yeah. actually. I, for someone who's pretty against the military in general, I thought that was appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm against the military, but I'm also deserters. <laughs> There's a reason we don't like them. I'm, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It makes sense to have a structure where you're like, are you approved to leave? <laughs> Look, he's just trying to get on the ship. They were also like, you're 30 minutes too early. you got to get in line. because yeah, like, he was trying to stow away. Yeah, they were like, like, you're not allowed minutes. to Come stow on, away. Come on, let here. the man stow away. No, no, no. Um, it just is, it also is like very meandering towards the end. Like it's just yeah. like very slow. There's not... There's just, like, nothing super redeemable. There's not, like, one scene where you're, like, well, it's, like, worth it to get to the end mm-hmm. where, like, there's a really cathartic scene, like... No, I it, was really... My brain was doing everything in its power to help me black out away from this movie <laughs> and just to have it be done. What yeah. a nightmare. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Well... But speaking of nightmares, um, sometimes you might wake up as if in a nightmare if your cat is screaming um uh oh, oh screaming for breakfast not screaming in pain crying uh-huh. out for kibble or and the like and uh if you know how to prevent your cat from waking up your family at 5 a.m please email advice to cageoldquestionpod at gmail.com so miss jams screams for her breakfast may finally cease um 
And that was a word from our sponsor, that was a word from our sponsor, Marcus Hunter. What a seamless transition. Usually I feel like podcasts are like, an ad yeah. is coming. But this, <laughs> bam. it's like, bam. You're like, whoa, are we in an ad? And now you're out of it. So don't even Which worry Which is kind of cool. It's like, that's don't really, it's ingrained into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like sometimes yeah, yeah, people yeah. just skip it. But now yeah, they yeah, probably, they maybe. How, you didn't even know it was coming. Ads? How could you skip it? I was thinking. I think people skip other stuff. I wonder, do you think people are listening to this podcast on one and a half or two times speed? I, I think if I think listening at at one point two five the one and a quarter speed yeah. is awesome. That's okay. that's sometimes what that's I what you listen, listen to. to it on. I have a lot that I'm but listening to a, at one and a half, and I'm oh, not yeah. sure. Am I like disrespecting people's? No, work? no, it's your it's your own time. It's your own. It's also it's also it gives us the space to. I can relax and let you talk at your normal slow pace and not <laughs> oh be like God. you need to speed. I don't up. talk because that I slow. you sometimes <laughs> sometimes you talk very slow. Sometimes I do do a lot of like heavy breathing and like meandering <laughs> through, and I just am I I take really knowing that people can listen to it on a little bit faster if they are like i would really prefer to hear these thoughts in quicker succession um i agree with you for podcasts i will sometimes speed it up but i that there's an option for that on netflix i love it i love it shira and the princesses of power is amazing on (laughs) 1.25 or 1.5 speed i can absolutely vouch for that i cannot get behind watching something faster than it should be. it's good but i do watch some youtube videos at two times speed um, Anyways, on to. Oh, but I was gonna. I was oh. gonna do it just. To, oh yeah, but anyway, anyway, to get back to our business. To our business. So I was going Nicholas to Cage. say, I found him. So he has first billing. Um, his first line is, "Hello, I got lost," and it's like, "Oh, what's this?" And I thought it was. We we're saying like that. You're saying like it doesn't lead up to anything, and I thought, yeah, this is also boring. This is my other question of like, why would he do this? And never on Tuesday we've talked about like, okay, he, why did he do it? Because they flew him out and let him play around, mm-hmm. mess around here. This, why did he do it? Was it just a trip to Italy? Because he's not even He's not even doing... in Italy, he's in Zimbabwe. Where oh yeah, Zimbabwe. Oh my gosh. Thank you for reminding me. I, thank you. I feel like I've been saying this repeatedly. Yeah. Thank you. Checking Zimbabwe. me. Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. Zimbabwe. A, Zimbabwe. A trip to Zimbabwe. I don't understand. Maybe they shoot a couple of things on the ship in Italy, but... No, 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 but but like, but like, but like, he's not even like playing around or doing anything that interesting here. I thought, I thought it was a very one note, boring character. It was. was, I mean, there's some points where he's doing his his shouting thing, but it's it's very naturalistic, which is at this point, but not even. It's. I wouldn't call it naturalistic. I would call it mellow or low energy because we've seen because you can tell or i don't know if you can tell i don't feel like he's committing like the way birdie i would say is nicholas gage at doing naturalistic yeah i would say this is this is him doing like a glass marble version of naturalistic (laughs) this is feels very boy in blue to me but whereas Mm -hmm. the boy in blue is like kind of fun like yeah, it makes me this this this. We're getting we're getting to the stage where I'm like I'm like I look back so fondly on the movies that I hated so much before. When each when each movie is worse than the last, I'm like I'm like give me Never on Tuesday, give me Boy in Blue, give me any one of those old favorites before you give me Time to Kill. The boy, <laughs> the boy in blue. He's at least laughing a little bit. There's one moment. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's only one moment in this when he comes alive. It's the chameleon. When he it's gets when that he chameleon a cigarette. That chameleon a cigarette. <laughs> he's like there's so a delighted. Joy on his face. He's I but what he's thinking, he's like, we could never do this in the US. 
he's truly because he has so many even at this point he has so many exotic animals he's already starting to become the Nicolas Cage of like I have all kinds of exotic things and I want to do this and I want to have that and I like like to go to museums at night and I like to be like this weird artist yeah this is him being like lizards are great by the way I'm a big lizard person I had a lizard everyone you oh you had a gecko. gecko A gecko is not a lizard. Gecko is a type of lizard. A gecko is a gecko. A gecko is in like the salamander newt family. It is not in the lizard family. His name was Count Dooku. Very cool. (laughs) Uh, Got it in college. And it was passed down through generations of other college kids. And now someone just has it. I hope he's okay. I hope you're okay, Dooku. Count Dooku is a girl. I hope you're okay, Dooku, madame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He sucks an egg at some point. Oh! Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he does suck an egg. <laughs> um, and you've blown some eggs. I have blown. I can. You can. You can take a little. Uh, what do I do? A toothpick. You could take a toothpick or. Yeah, you were using a nail. If memory serves correctly, oh, yeah. you're using a nail. Oh, or like a thumbtack, like a, a thumbtack thumb sized yeah. nail. And you boop, poke it through the egg, uh, one hole on either side, and then you, you. I mean, you should have some sort of receptacle at the ready, uh-huh. like a bowl, and then you blow the egg as hard as you can you blow it and then you can blow the insides of the egg out and now you have a nice empty egg yeah for whatever whatever you need Which, whatever purposes you wish you run some water i will say i'm glad out. you did that because otherwise i would have not believed you could suck an egg out from a small yeah hole. from a small hole yeah but you can really slurp an egg you out you can really slurp an egg out that yolk will fit right through nasty you might not think it will but it nasty it can. stuff it's christina oh arjun do you think you could crush an egg with your hand. Yes. In one hand. Yes. You think so? Yes. Okay, wait right here. Why Why do you Just think... Just wait right here. Let me get a plate. You think we can't... I can't? I know you can't. You know I cannot I know you crush can't. an because egg? I've tried, and I can't. And I've also tried to crack an egg in between my butt cheeks before, which I thought for sure I could, and I couldn't. So let's just... I'm just going to do... We're just going to do this right now. I'll get a plate so that it's clean. Just hold hold tight. You want me to do it at my station? I don't know if any of this will stay in the podcast, but just in case the sound is really good and Artoon keeps it in, um, he yells at me a lot about my station and how it's set up and how I wiggle around through the mics. Now he's shuffling around to get these eggs. I'm sitting here. I've prepared a little space. Honestly, I just hope he lets me, Artoon, let me listen to this part of the recording when you get to it. You've got the bowl. Okay, so I just got Christina a bowl and an egg, and I'm going to have her try to just... You can't use your fingers. You can't, like, jam a finger in there. Just from squeezing it, you think you can break it. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) She is struggling. If you're looking at her, she's looking a little concerned. <laughs> She's shuffling I guess, the I egg need to, I just need to channel my inner snake. I need okay. to think about it. You don't have a ring on, do you? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Okay, good. It's not my ring. I was a snake. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's really channeling snake right now. I'm getting upset. <laughs> I can't. You can't. The thing Why is, can't is I? You can't. Why can't I? Christina, Why can't I? Because here's Why the thing. Why can't I crack this he, egg? Here's the thing. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> eggs are meant to be sat on by chickens they're not meant to oh be cracked they're not meant to be cracked they are meant to be sat on by chickens <laughs> so if you could take the weight of a, a, a chicken a big chicken oh careful God. careful <laughs> you think now 
maybe I could do it. You're well, I'm like accidentally. You're sometimes if you can get a finger in there, yeah. you know, like if I push I my finger like I, through it. I was like, I was like, I was like, uh, oh, wow, I'm impressed. Okay, well, I'm glad you had that, oh uh, listeners. Gosh. That was a little fun experiment that I had. Me up. That okay, me. good. That well, if this movie's spirits. given us nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brought <laughs> us together over eggs. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, See, I I don't know yeah. if there's much more to there's talk about. Um. In case you hadn't guessed it, this is a zero to a half star movie for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a half to one for me. Yeah, lowest lowest star. Yeah, you can give it. I'm honestly, I'm telling you, oh. because that guy from Casino Royale was in this. Like that's why I'm like, this oh, is a one star, not a half wow. star. That guy was great in this. He's not around any of the rape scenes. Like him, like yeah, alone. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. nice. Like he's kind of yelling at Nicolas Cage at some point. Yeah. At some point, he's like, "What do you do to my gun?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. go get him." Yeah, he's not bothering anyone. Yeah, but and then I would give Nicolas Cage um, a zero to one star for mm. whatever we end up doing for the point system for like for like you shouldn't. I'm not saying you need to see this movie, but this should dock points off of mm. his best actor gotcha point that's that's in this tier for me i would say this is a like i mentioned a one star uh mainly for the casino royale guy uh giancarlo giannini and i'd say nicholas cage for me i mean it's still pretty low but i think i kind of like that he was doing a little more like naturalistic he's got his toothache like he's kind of like subdued which just in terms of range i don't think we've really seen just like a very plain subdued performance i'm giving okay well if this is my rating it's not it's 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 my rating it's not your rating so i think it's going to be maybe a three out of ten for me on this one yeah i wasn't like bad acting like there's some people who i watch that i'm like that's oh yeah yeah yeah. that person is acting the greatest actor alive i would say oh that's that's why it's a three well you know what i mean as you wish as you wish well um now you our listeners our cherished beloved listeners know how we feel about the movie and we would love to hear from you you can find us on twitter and instagram at cage old question um for our next episode we are actually reviewing the 80s with a mini-sode. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Artin? That's right. Uh, we're going to be taking a break from our normal programming to review everything Nicolas Cage has done so far. Break down what the 10 out of 10 cages really mean. So if you've been listening thus far and you're a little confused, we'll have our formal definition there. And we will rank all the movies we've seen so far. Uh, It'll be a fun little mini episode where if you haven't been listening in or you've missed some of the movies, you can just get a full recap of what's going on. And then after that, we'll be back to our usual programming with the 1990 film Wild at Heart. Thank you for listening in. Signing off, this is Christina. And our two Nazareth. Asking you the the cage-old question. Declaration of Independence. I'd like to take his, his face... Oh. oh, no, not the beat! A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny.